Hello and welcome to DFS Coach Talk. Today is Tuesday, June the 14th, 2022. I am Joe Sarvati, affectionately known as Coach, and I am joined by the one and only Josh Crash Davis. Crash, how are you today? I'm, I'm doing well, Coach. We've got a lot to talk about today. It's a huge slate, and I know you've got a lot on the line, so I'm excited about that and this day and slate in general. So. Yeah, I'm fired up, man. I it it is a great card. 15 games on the one site, 14 on the other two. And the cool thing about it is as of right now, and it's late morning or mid-morning, uh, the weather looks perfect. I don't yeah. see a single game that's that we're gonna have to, you know, sweat out like yesterday, for right. example. Yeah. And uh that makes it a lot better. Oh, yeah, definitely. And and you know, there's still weather to consider because it's the the heat you know that's yeah. going to affect the bats and i think that's something we definitely want to pay attention to where it's going to be warmer and that ball's going to be flying out of these parks so yeah yeah you would think so it's going to affect some of those games but the bottom line is you know we don't have to concern ourselves with any possible cancellation so that yeah, is good that's always a good thing but what we're going to do today is we're going to you know, go over our main stuff. If you're listening every day, we appreciate you very much. We really do. And if you're new, uh, what we try to do is give you just a, a little feel for the slate. We'll uh, go over a pay up, a value, and a fade pitcher. We'll talk about BVP, HR uh, calls, stacks. And then uh, we also give a couple of uh, prize picks plays. And we're also going to do a bonus today. We usually do it on Friday or Saturday, but we're going to throw a uh, FanDuel GPP, two brains are better than one build in there together at the end of the podcast. So just, you know, give everybody a little look at what we're thinking initially here. And then as you alluded to earlier, I'm pretty fired up because I uh, had qualified last month for uh, a ticket in the big contest, the 3300 contest on yeah. uh, FanDuel today. So pretty stoked up about that and uh, been doing a lot of preparation, uh, getting ready for this one. And it's nice to just check the, the box, though, that you don't have to stress the weather. You can right. just, you know, really go after the guys. And sure. on top of that, it's just a, a really great card. There's a lot of great potential pitchers. There's, mm -hmm. you know, a lot of hitting spots that I'd like to attack. So uh, should be a, a really interesting uh, podcast. Definitely. Um, I would like to thank our presenting sponsor, and that is Prize Picks. Uh, if you haven't done it yet, I don't know what you're waiting for. Go to prizepicks.com, sign up with the promo code COACHTALK, all one word, no space, and they will match you dollar for dollar all the way up to 100 bucks on that first deposit. And there are some really interesting prize picks plays today uh, as well. If you want to join us, great time. I mean, middle of the week here, it's U.S. Open Week in golf. We have a tremendous Game 6 coming up in the NBA on Thursday. Hopefully a Game 7, we'll see. Mm -hmm. And then, uh, you know, with all of the baseball going on, just a prime time to join us. And then, of course, we have NASCAR and MMA uh, action on the weekends. But if you want to join us, just go to dfscoachtalk.com. You can sign up right there for as little as a three-day pass for 10 bucks. You get all of our information in Discord. You get everything we have with a membership. We don't go sport by sport uh, like some of our competition. You're in there. Uh, you're part of the family. You get everything that we've got. So, all right, 
let's dive in right away with pay up pitcher. What do you have, Crash? Yeah, so for my pay up pitcher, I've got Nick Pavetta. He's 9,300 on FanDuel, 8,900 on DraftKings. Going up against Oakland, who he just pitched uh, against on June 4th. And in that game, he pitched seven shutout innings. He struck out seven for uh, 52 fantasy points on FanDuel, 31.4 on DraftKings. Um, he has a quality start in six of his last seven starts. He's been a pretty high strikeout pitcher, and he's going up against an Oakland team that has the sixth highest strikeout rate. And um, in his last start against the Angels, who have the third highest strikeout rate, he had 11 strikeouts. So there are other top payup options that I like that have favorable matchups as well. But for me, he has the best combination of his price and matchup uh, from the payup options that I saw. So that's why I'm going to go with Nick Pavetta. Very solid choice. Um, I'm going to go back to the guy I've been riding, Tony Gonsolin. I mean, he's 7-0 with a 158 ERA, an 086 whip, 54 strikeouts, which is respectable. And he's just strung the most ridiculous amount of games together as far as, you know, points. Mm-hmm. How about 40, 43, 43, 40, 43? Those are his last five. Very consistent. <laughs> and how many innings did he pitch in all those games? Exactly six. Mm. So, I mean, the guy's just been a monster. Before that, it's not like he had any bad games either. He had a 36, a 33, a 37. So, I mean, he's just been the model of consistency and strikeouts yeah. five, five, seven, 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 five, five, five. I mean, I've never seen a guy with the most, I mean, it's like you're going to get 40 fantasy points, six innings and probably six strikeouts right in that neighborhood mm-hmm. and just mark it down. So, I mean, especially with being in a bigger contest and it, you know, being, something that you don't really have to worry about tons of dupes because there's only 268 people in it. It's like if you want the most consistent, solid guy today amongst all the pitchers, um, it's Gonsolin. And I just, he hasn't done me wrong yet. Uh, No, he's not the guy that's going to, you know, pitch a complete game with 14 strikeouts, but you know, those guys have a tendency to get knocked around too. So Mm -hmm. uh, the other aspect of things is, you know, he's facing a team that does have some dangerous hitters in them uh, in it, but they haven't seen him much in the angels. And there are a lot of strikeouts in that lineup as well. They're second in baseball in strikeouts with Mm -hmm. 583. So, you know, that may bring his strikeout level up a little bit. Yeah. And like I say, most of these guys have never seen him. So, um, you know, he's, he's uh, Shohei's 0 uh, for 3 against him. You know, Trout's never faced him. Rendon's never faced him. So, I mean, I just, I like the aspect of what he can bring to the table, the consistency he brings. And, mm-hmm. you know, again, I don't think he's going to be the highest owned by any stretch of the buy-up guys because there's so many to choose from and people have a tendency to want to go after the guy that's going to get double digit strikeouts. So right. I, the combination of all those things, including a little bit of leverage uh, really likes, uh, has me like Gonsolin here. Okay. I like it. <clears throat> My value picture is going to be, um, 
was I was pretty surprised I landed here, but after I dug deeper, I, I felt like it's a pretty good play. It's going to be Jose Urquidy. He's seventy two hundred wow. on FanDuel, sixty four hundred on DraftKings. He had his best start of the year this year on May twenty second against Texas. He pitched six and two thirds innings, struck out ten, only allowed one run for fifty seven fantasy points on FanDuel and thirty two point eight on DraftKings. Now here's why I went with him. Okay. In his last five starts, going back to 2019, July 2019, he scored 57, 43, 34, 49, and 55 against Texas. Wow. Um, so uh, 32, 25, 17, 30, and 34 on DraftKings. So I'm willing to take a shot on a guy that has a five-game sample size like that at his price. Uh, for you know, If he gets somewhere around there, he could be one of the top scorers on the slate at a low ownership, I think. So... Uh, that's why I'm going to land with Urquidy as my value play. Yeah, it's a cool pick, and and there's no doubt he's going to get lost in the shuffle of all these good pitchers. Yeah, you know there are some of these small slates when you have five six games and there's not good pitching, he would be chalk, and you're probably going to get him at single digits. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I think it it makes sense, and it's uh, you know it helps you on the leverage side uh, for sure. Yeah, but. Uh, my value pitcher is going to be your top pitcher, and that's Nick Pavetta. He's a little bit cheaper than Gonsolin. Mm-hmm. Uh, Gonsolin, by the way, was 9500 on both DraftKings and FanDuel and 49 on Yahoo, mm-hmm. <clears throat> where uh, Pavetta comes in at what I think is a really cheap 8900 on yeah. DraftKings, mm-hmm. yeah. 93 and then 47 on on Yahoo. Mm-hmm. But Pavetta's just been, you know, he's another guy that's been consistent. How about these numbers? 36, 50. At last last uh, game was his worst at 36, but he did strike out 11. But then before that, too, 52, 40, 34, 58, 40, 46. So talk about a guy that's, you know, pitching well. He had won five consecutive starts. You may have mentioned, you know, before this last one. Yeah. So I just, I like his consistency. Like you mentioned, all those other statistics and, uh, you know, the success rate and who he's pitching against will allow him, I think, to get to double-digit strikeouts. So, mm-hmm. and by the way, he struck out 11 against the Angels, which also makes me feel good, you know, about my my Gonsolin pick. So, yeah, uh, those two combined, uh, really not an SP2, if you would, um, you know, but I'm also not paying all the way up you know, to the top of the chart for Cole or Freed or Gilbert or, Mm -hmm. you know, some of those guys. So I think that having two solid pitchers is a great play when you can do it. And to get two of them that are sub 10 K, the only time I get into a little bit of trouble, if I try to buy up to the top two and they're 10, eight and 10, five or something, Mm -hmm. then you really have to roll the dice with some minimum uh, hitters. But you know, with these mid nine prices and all the way down, you know, to 89 for Pavetta, you can still get the hitters that you want uh, and put them in spots. So I, I think those, that's going to be my one, two punch yeah. uh, for pitching. Yeah. Um, my fade pitcher is going to be Max Freed. Uh, you mentioned him briefly there. He's 10-5 on FanDuel. He's the most expensive pitcher on FanDuel. He's 10-1 on DraftKings, second most expensive over there. As I said yesterday, the Nationals have been a lot better against lefties. Um, they you know, put Aaron Ashby and Eric Lauer in a lot of trouble. 
and um, this last weekend. And Freed faced them earlier this year. He pitched five and a third innings, allowed two runs on seven hits, struck yeah. out only four, and scored uh, 22 fantasy points on FanDuel, 11.8 on DraftKings, which is nowhere near what we need from him at no. that price. So I think it's going to be a tough matchup for him. There's plenty of other options that are worth paying up for without having to pay all the way up to him. And uh, I just think that there's a lot of other options that I prefer over him. I agree with you 100%. He's also my fade pitcher. And really, not because I think he's going to get bombed. Like sometimes mm -hmm. we'll put a guy in there because we think he's just going to get ripped. I don't think he'll get ripped, but all the things you said were you know spot on. I mean, uh, definitely Washington who hits lefties better. Plus, Freed's ceiling has been a lot lower this year. Right. You know, if you look at his fantasy points, 26, 24, 20, 15, 14, 11, you know, those aren't numbers you need for a guy you're playing, paying north of 10K for. Mm -hmm. So just, you know, ceiling possibilities there alone for that price. I think he's just overpriced. Yeah. I think if yeah. he was like, you know, 92, 93, then you could talk about it. But when you start talking 10-1 and those numbers, uh, you know, 10-5 on, on FanDuel. I just think, I mean, he's more expensive than Garrett Cole, which is, I, know, I thought. Insane, so, <laughs> I mean, if you're a freed guy and you think he's going to tear it up, I think that that price is going to keep his ownership numbers down. Yeah. I mean, Washington's the second lowest strikeout rate. So, I mean, exactly. that's another reason why I wouldn't go to him. So, nope. no, no, yeah, there too at much, all. Too much working against him uh, yep. for me. 100% for me as well. All right. Excellent. How about BVP? BVP. I'm actually going to go with G-Man Choi. He's 3,100 on FanDuel, 3,700 on DraftKings. He's 400 yeah. with 10 hits and 25 at-bats against Garrett Cole. He has three singles, three doubles, and four home runs. Uh, it's it's a good leverage play. And, you know, I think Cole will probably be one of the higher-owned pitchers on this slate. And I don't think a lot of people are going to be on choice. So if he hits a home run, we're going to be in some really good shape. Yeah, he's and he's had a, a good run there. And he's hit the ball well lately, too. He's mm -hmm. he's playing some good uh, baseball. And we know Cole has been, you know, giving up a decent amount of homers. Didn't he give up yeah. four in his last game? Yeah, he gave up. No, he gave up five. He did. That was the game that I fade that I, I recommended to fade him in tournaments. Wow. He wasn't, he wasn't my fade of the day, but he was. I just mentioned in passing. If you're playing the G GPP large, you know, entry tournament, he was the guy that I would fade, and he ended up giving up five home runs to Minnesota. Good lord! Yeah, uh, yeah. it'll be interesting to see if people are going to get shook up by that, and he's not the super high on guy that we think he will be. But I like uh, he's always high owned, though. He's no always matter. high owned. Yeah, yeah, there's no doubt. Um, I'm going to go with Reese Hoskins, and he's going against Trevor Rogers. I just have not. I just think Rogers has looked a little shaky this year. He's not mm -hmm. the same pitcher. Uh, his velocity. There's just a lot of things that aren't the same with him. Uh, you know, coming back from injury, all kinds of different things. I think are a little bit shaky. Hoskins is hit or miss, I know, but you know he's batting 455 against them, uh, and he's hit a home run. He's walked five times, uh, and he, you know he's he's only seen him 
11 times, again, we know small sample size, but it is what it is. You know, when, mm-hmm. when you're five for 11 against somebody with three extra base hits, two of them are homers, uh, and you've walked five times, I, I mean, that's that's the, the you know, recipe for a good BVP, and he's going to bat at the top of that order. So yeah. uh, I think Hoskins is a nice one-off play at least, if not part of a mini stack uh, for Philly. Yeah, I like that. I do. Home run call, sir. What do you have? Who's going deep tonight? Uh, it didn't work out for me yesterday with Jordan Alvarez, but I'm going to go back to Houston. I'm going to go to uh, Kyle Tucker. He's 600 okay. in a small sample size, three out of five with a home run against Dane Dunning. Uh, I like the matchup. It's going to be warm, real warm. Um, and uh, I just I think that, that he's going to hit a home run. I like it. I'm going to go to – Freddie Freeman, I think he's due for a home run. Um, he has not shown the power they thought he'd show so far in L.A. Yeah. But, you know, he's had great numbers against Noah Syndergaard, 435 batting average, 10 for 23 with five extra base hits. He has taken him deep. He's also walked a couple of times. And, you know, Syndergaard's just not the same guy. I mean, he's yeah. He's he's not throwing with the velocity. The movement's not there. And, you know, uh, the fact that, you know, he's got a lefty here with some pop, uh, I think that uh, I think it's just a great spot for Freeman to, you know, one or two home runs today. Maybe a double dong for Freeman. Hey, I like it. That would definitely yep. help your cause in that tournament. <laughs> yeah, he'll probably be in that main lineup. There's no doubt about it. He's not cheap, but, you know, right. it's, it, sometimes you, you get what you pay for. There's no doubt about it. So I just looked this up because you were talking about Syndergaard. You know what the most strikeouts he has in a game this year is? Like three. Well, it's a little more than that, but still, it's seven. And and he's a guy that used to get double-digit strikeouts pretty regularly when he was oh. right. So all the time. Yeah. I mean, he yeah. was unhittable at times. Yeah. Um, but he's he's just not the same guy. That was a while ago. How about these last starts, though? Three the last game, zero, five, one, seven, like you said, three. I mean, this is Noah Syndergaard, Thor, right? right. I mean, right. he was blowing the yeah. past everybody. There were games he'd have eight strikeouts after three innings. So mm-hmm. obviously not the same arm, not the same pitcher. You know, he pitched a good game last out against Boston. I'll give him that. But, right. um, man, that Dodgers lineup's a murder. Murder's yeah. rope. Yep. So I'm with <laughs> you, man. I am with you. A uh, couple things real quickly. If you're watching right now on YouTube, Take a second here before we get into our prize picks and stacks and and get that uh, two brains lineup together. Hit thumbs up. That means a lot to us. Also, uh, subscribe. Just click the subscribe button so you're part of what we're doing. And hit the little alert in the upper corner. If you hit that little alarm every time one of our podcast posts for baseball, uh, golf, uh, basketball, you, you will be alerted. And you'll be able to check that out, watch the premiere, converse with us there and some of the other uh, Coach Talk members. Um, we'd love to have you join us. Go to dfscoachtalk.com. And also, if you're on Twitter, we're really getting close uh, to another milestone of followers. 
So definitely uh, follow us there. We're at DFS Coach Talk. Crash is at JP Davis 1982. And I am at Joe Sarvati. All right. How about stacks? What are you looking at, Crash? Um, I like the Giants stack against Chris Bubik. Um, lefties are hitting two or excuse me, five twenty-six against him. Uh, so Jock Peterson, Yastrzemski, Luis Gonzalez, Tommy Lastella, and possibly Brandon Belt can be activated. So I got okay. a lot of lefties that I think can give him a lot of trouble if they're hitting 526 against him. So man, that is that is a great that might be the stat of the day that lefties are killing him that bad. Yeah, I was pretty shocked when I saw that because he's a lefty himself. So that's pretty crazy. Um, and and then I like Boston. We mentioned Boston uh, again against Jared Koenig. Um, he allowed four runs on five hits in four innings in his debut against Atlanta last week. And I think that Boston will take advantage of him and his inexperience. And then they're going to be chalky, but I also like Cleveland in quarters against Sensatella. So, yeah, very nice. Um, you know, I've been picking on Corey Kluber all year because I just don't think he's the same. And sometimes it works. Sometimes it doesn't. He's another guy coming back from injury that is not the same pitcher that he was. So, you know, it's hard not to stack the Yankees um, mm-hmm. with that lineup. Again, there's a lot of cost there. They're not cheap. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, you can go up and down that lineup. You know, when you have Joey Gallo batting ninth for, for crying out loud, you know, he's, there's a lot of different options you have, uh, you know, without question. So, not sure I'll be able to afford the full-blown Yankee stack. You really mm-hmm. have to commit to you know a, a cheaper SP2 by far if you want to make that work. Yeah. Um, but definitely have to have at least a couple of those Yankees in there. They're just too explosive. And when they score 10, 12, 14 runs like they did the other day, it's just you have to have some of that ownership, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's interesting because, you know, I said that the other day in our Discord, you know, you got to stack the Yankees every slate, basically. Uh, but it's it's pretty interesting. I looked at some of their numbers. They haven't hit Kluber that greatly. So, no, but it's not um, the same Corey Kluber, though. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's that what true. I, you know, Kluber was Cy Young. He was, he was, you know, he's coming off major surgery. He's lost velocity and movement. He's still a good pitcher. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. But. That's why, you know, any of those old stats with Kluber against teams, I, I have more of a tendency to disregard it because it really is a different guy when you have a different arm. You yeah, know? yeah. And we were just talking about that with Syndergaard too. So, yeah, that definitely makes sense. Yeah. I mean, uh, if we could flash back to a couple of years ago, yeah, I'll yeah. take Kluber and Syndergaard right then, you know. Well, but, like, it changes. Yeah, hopefully people will look at that then and and, and make that – mistake our apparent mistake that you know he's he's been tough against the yankees and then we can get him at lower ownership i mean that would be nice because well this this lets me get up on my soapbox for like 15 seconds i probably well i promise it won't take long but if you just dump a bunch of stats into an optimizer and play those those stat those numbers and stats and players from those you're missing the boat i in mm-hmm. my opinion if you want to max entry 150 and all that and not tweak around with some of those, that's fine. But if like most players, you can't do that. So I think most of our audience understands what we present here at Coach Talk. And part of that is, 
you know, yes, we use all of those factors, ownership and, you know, the optimizers and everything you get to, but you yeah. have to look beyond those. I mean, if you just take like Kluber for is a perfect example at face value in those numbers and matchups, you're going to get a, a bit of a, a downturn for some of the Yankees hitters where, mm -hmm. you know, knowing what's going on, seeing the pitcher pitch, knowing the scenario. I mean, you know, it's, it's the type of situation where you have to tweak that and only take it what it's worth. And that's what we do here uh, all the time at coach talk. And um, is Kluber still capable of pitching a shutout? Sure. But the chances of him doing that now against a team like the Yankees, as opposed to yes. what his statistics will say he's done uh, right. definitely not the same. So yeah, I agree. Just something to throw in there. And we do that with everything and all our sports here at coach mm -hmm. talk. And that's what makes us a little bit different. And I think a little bit more palatable to those people playing two, three lineups and, and, you know, just medium dollars to lower dollars, you know? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, stack wise, uh, other stack, I agree with you on Boston. I think, you know, this lefty, uh, Koenig young man, you know, it's tough when you have to face the Martinez Bogart stories. And even though Arroyos and Vasquez's and Dahlbeck's, it's a mm -hmm. lot of nasty righties that'll bang it off the green monster over there. So Devers hits lefties well too. So yes, he does. Devers hits. I don't think if you threw uh, with both hands, Devers could probably hit it, but yeah, <laughs> it's uh, definitely uh, not a great matchup for him. And uh, I think Boston's a good stack as well. Yeah. All right. Let's, let's dive over to uh, prize picks. Uh, I'm going to refresh. I, I like to do that during the pod because they're always adding and shifting numbers and guys and everything else. Mm -hmm. um, all right. Here's all your uh, WNBA prize picks plays popped up. <laughs> so you can play those. Um, yeah. Go ahead. Oh, no, I, I wasn't going to say anything. All right. I'm going to give you my first selection. Corey Kluber under four and a half strikeouts. And people are going to say, well, wait, coach. Yeah, the Yankees are tough, but they strike out a lot. Well, let's see how that goes and how long Kluber lasts. I think, mm -hmm. uh, you know, he's definitely not the strikeout pitcher he was. I think he gets two or three here and gets uh, gets to the showers. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. Um, I'm going to go with. Oh, there it is. Nick Pavetta, over 36 and a half fantasy score. He had 52 on June 4th. That was in Oakland. Uh, I think at home he'll do just as well, if not better. So I like the over at 36 and a half. That seems a little bit low to me. I, I think it is. And I think even, you know, one better. I, I like Tony Gosselin, over 33 and a half. I mean, mm -hmm. I read all those numbers to you with 30s and 40s, game after game after game. With right. a minimum of six innings, he has not gone less than six in months. So, you know, six, seven innings, 35, 40, you know, uh, in that range for Gonsolin, I think I feel very comfortable. I mean, yes, the Angels have Rendon and a few guys back, but mm -hmm. they still have a, a, an awful lot of strikeouts in that lineup. Sure. Yeah, definitely. Um <clears throat> then the other one I'm going to go with is going to be my value pitcher. It's 
Jose Urquidy over 25 and a half fantasy score. Okay. Uh, like I said, he's averaged 47.6 in his last five starts against Texas. So that, that should be pretty doable for him. Yeah. What was his number again? What did you say it was? 25.5. Yeah. That's, that seems very fair. Mm-hmm. I, I like I mean, that number. I know Texas has improved their lineup some, but I also looked at how he's done against some of the guys that they've added. And besides Marcus Simeon, no one's really done that well against him. So, yeah, yeah, they've improved, but you know, I, a lot of it's Seager and Simeon are hitting a little bit more. But yeah, uh, like you say, they there's still a lot of outs in that lineup as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm looking to see they moved my guy, and I want to double check here. Uh, to see, there he is. Okay, Freddie Freeman over seven and a half uh, fantasy score. I think super fair. I was expecting eight or eight and a half. So uh, I know he hasn't been power Freeman, but regardless, he is hitting and seeing the ball, and it's a, against a guy that he smoked in the past. So uh, Freeman over seven and a half fantasy score. So they do have him on here. So I'm going to take G-Man Choi. wasn't on there last night. Over 0.5 total bases. All he needs nice. is a hit. So. Yeah, I like those 0.5 uh, calls. Those are a lot of fun. Right. All right, sir. Two brains are better than one, and it is a stretch that our two brains even equal one. But we're <laughs> going to try to get what we can out of it, and we are going to try to build – a big winning lineup here. And I'll start us off with, with my man, Tony Gonsolin, 9,500 starting pitcher. That is the one, two, three, four, five, six, seventh highest price pitcher on FanDuel. So I feel, feel like that's very fair considering his consistent pitching. Yeah. I'm going to take my uh, BVP play at first base. I'm going to go with G-Man Choi. Okay. I am um, – what I'm going to do then, a little, little backwards here, but it's okay. I'm going to take our utility guy now, and I'm going to take uh, my Maybe. man – let's see where, is, where he is price-wise. Wow, 3500 Dang. What's that? Freeman. Yeah, I know. That's that's what I'm saying. I, I just – it's just because he hasn't been hitting home runs. But he's so far down the chart, I couldn't yeah. find him. There he is. He's he's below a lot of guys. And so I think that's disrespectful. I think that's cheap. And he's I've, I'm really digging Mr. Freddy tonight. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he was the MVP last year. I think that, that could be the case. Yeah. Um, so we're we're off to a good start here. Yeah. Also going to go with another little bit of an off-the-board play here. Um, Donaldson suspended? For what? What? Again? Why does it say? he? Because he was out for that yeah. whole Jackie Robinson thing. Donaldson's appeal of his one-game suspension was denied on Monday, so he will serve the ban Tuesday against Tampa Bay. Oh, wow. Yeah. Interesting. He had really good numbers uh, against um, Kluber. So that stinks. Yeah. So I'm going to go with Yandy Diaz on the opposite side. 
Yandi, Yandi Diaz. Okay. How much is it? 2,600. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. All right. There he is at third base. Um, I want to try to get some affordable guys in here as well. Uh, let's see here. There's so many good buy-up options today. It's it's hard to not play want to play some of these guys. Mm-hmm. You know, I just because he's so cheap, I'm gonna take Teoscar Hernandez for twenty five hundred bucks. Okay. I think he's underpriced. More of a price play. Yeah, he was solid yesterday, that's for sure. Yeah. Um, in the outfield, right? In the outfield, yeah. Yeah. 2,500 bananas. That's really cheap for him. For a cleanup hitter on it, you know. Yeah. That was the stack yesterday for sure. There's so many different options today. It's nuts. Mm -hmm. Let's see here. Looks like Gleber Torres is out with an illness. And the Yankees line is going to be different today. Yeah, probably get Andahar in there. Yeah. A couple of other guys. Go with a little bit of a little uh, Dodgers mini stack here. I'm going to go with Max Muncy at 2700 at second base. That's a fair price, too. I love being able to play Max at second. Yeah. It makes it a lot more doable. Our, our average is back up to 3700 left for three guys. That's pretty oh, good. Nice. Yeah, that's really That nice. gives us some, some good uh, punch here. All right, how about uh, – I, I think I'm going to go with Ronald Acuna Jr. I just – the five tools, I think he's back playing a high level, can get us some steals. I never even heard of the guy that's pitching. Jackson Tetrialt? Yeah, he's – I mean, it's hard not to want to attack that guy a little bit, too. Yeah, I never heard of him. Yeah. So um, it's a little pricey, but I think he's worth it. And, you know, like I say, even if he just walks and steals a couple of bases, whatever, you, you feel good about it. Yeah. It's not like you need a 100% home run. Right. But we'll take it. Exactly. Jackson Tetra. Is this his major league debut? I just never heard of that guy. Um, I let me dig into it a little bit since we're on here and we're we're taking a little more time today anyway. Mm -hmm. uh, I'll do a little bit of work on him here. Um, All right, so let's see what we've got on Mister Tetralt Jackson Tetralt, twenty six years old. Uh, he'll be re he's recalled from AAA to start Tuesday's game against the Braves. He had uh, this is his major league league debut. He 
He pitched 12 games at AAA for the Red Wings, 4.19 ERA with a 129 whip, uh, 52 strikeouts, but 24 walks in 58 Mm. innings. So, you know, uh, he's been in the minors since 2017 and, you know, had some decent uh, statistics. He struck yeah. out a decent guy, but he does walk some guys um, for sure. So interesting. It is interesting. I wouldn't say he's one of the top guys, you know, uh, in the right. in the minors. So it's not like, hey, this is a guy that uh, is coming up super stud. So I think we can attack him. Yeah, and I think I'm going to because uh, I think we've got some value here. I think. Let me see. Adam Duvall's twenty five hundred. He's been pretty hot lately. I like that play. He bats low though. Yeah, he does. <clears throat> but it is a GPP, and I think he'll be lower owned. So okay. That leaves you forty two hundred, Coach. Huh? I was going to take Ozuna in that spot. By the way. Oh well, I'll try. You know, that. you know, Maybe I'm Mister Mister Ozuna. <laughs> What's Ozuna that? Whisper. So. I am, and he's yeah. only twenty seven hundred. He's because yeah, they moved him down to like fifth or sixth. Yeah, that would give you four grand for a shortstop if you're cool with Ozuna. Yeah, that's cool with me, and I'm going to take Trevor Story. Or what about Trey know. Turner? You got both. Either one you can afford both. I'm going to go with my gut and take the Story. Okay. I like them both, but for those listening, you can play two lineups, flip one either way. Yeah. You can afford yeah, Story definitely. or Turner, which is nice. Oh, yeah. So our uh, two brains are better than one GPP for FanDuel today is Tony Gonsolin, G-Man Choi, Max Muncy, Yandy Diaz, Trevor Story, Teoscar Hernandez, Ronald Acuna Jr., Marcel Ozuna, and Freddie Freeman. So we threw the old Atlanta guy in with the yeah. – current Atlanta guys some that's an interesting uh approach I like it mm-hmm. so should I lock that in for my my this... big uh 33 million dollar entry yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I there don't know it's it like a pretty solid lineup to me I like it man I I really do I think it's very good all right outstanding sir any final words we'll let our folks go here and get on with a intense day of baseball um no i i think that you know we've covered this slate well there's a lot of games a lot to get into but hopefully we've done a good job here breaking everything down and can give some people some winning lineups tonight absolutely and uh later today uh keep an eye out for our u.s open pga podcast i'll be doing that this afternoon that's going to be a really exciting tournament especially with all this weird, you know, the live golf stuff going on and just such a chatter in, in golf right now. It's crazy. Yeah. And then tomorrow, uh, not only will uh, I'll have the baseball pod uh, solo for Crash's data chill in baseball, but then uh, Deb and Crash and I will be back for an NBA pod uh, for game six. So uh, exciting stuff. Great things happening. I appreciate our presenting sponsor, uh, prize picks, prizepicks.com. Use that promo code Coach Talk, uh, and they'll match a dollar for a dollar up to a hundred bucks. And if you want to join us, it's dfscoachtalk.com 
Also, quick thumbs up on the way out here. Hit that subscribe and alert button so you can catch our podcast every day. All right. Thank you, everybody, for listening in. We really do appreciate each and every one of you and uh, the time that you spend with us each day. Hopefully, this brings some big, big winners. And hopefully, I'm on here with the extra 200K in my pocket tomorrow. That's the goal. And uh, uh, I'll definitely uh, uh, be a little fired up for that one. So we'll see how it rolls. Yeah, that's going to be amazing. Have a great day, Crash. Everybody out there, appreciate you. And we'll see you again tomorrow when we look to crush it in MLB, DFS, and prize picks.